always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to assure you that God has better for you. If you look back over your history and there are painful memories, mistakes, troubles, and issues, the power and grace of God will overcome all of that and still propel you into your divine destiny. So get excited about your future filled with greater, better, and more. Welcome to this year Tuesday, July 2nd, 2019 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. It's your friend here, Deanna Hobbs, founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that distributes free resources all around the world to help you grow in your faith and become everything God has destined you to be. I bring you the biggest smiles and the warmest greetings ever live from Empowering Everyday Women Ministries ministry studios right here in the city of Buffalo, New York. Every single broadcast you hear, it's available for you on select radio stations and online at iTunes, Google Play, your daily cup of inspiration.com and other digital media outlets absolutely free. I don't know if you are signed up for my newsletter, but if you read the email from yesterday, though, then you read uh, the message that I received from a woman named Sheila in Albany, Georgia. She said, I am a 27 year old new Christian and and a single mother of three, I was feeling overwhelmed with life and needed some help getting stronger in my faith. And one of the older women at my church told me to check out your devotions and podcast. I'm not perfect and I have a long, long way to go, but you helped me so much. Thank you for making something so powerful available for free. I can't imagine not having my daily cup. Please pray for me that I will continue growing in my journey with God. Wow, wow, wow. That's what it's it's all about, right? Testimonies like that just get me in the heart. Your donations at empoweringeverydaywomen.com forward slash donate help us keep going and providing ministry resources for free. So thank you, Lord, and thank you, Daily Cup family. Let's get into today's word with a prayer. God, thank you for your kindness and your love. I praise you for the individual you sent to hear this word from you. Bless them and let them know beyond a doubt that this word is especially for them. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Daily Cut family, I saw a picture of myself from an old yearbook when I was in high school. It was so funny to look back in time. It was the 90s, and I had this bushy, over-teased bang and this puffy ponytail on top of my head, and it looked like I had just covered myself in Vaseline. I was just shining and smiling. (laughs) It was so funny. I was this introverted girl who was also shy. I did not have a whole lot of friends. Friends. I kept to myself. I was severely bullied in high school. I would get into fights that I did not want to be in, trying to defend myself and my personal space. I struggled with social anxiety because I had been assaulted sexually by a neighbor when I was six years old. I was just a big ball of emotions. It is amazing to me to see all these years later what God has done with my life, how he took that scarred little girl who was afraid to face the world who had so many issues with interacting with other people. And he has chosen me, a once messed up Buffalo girl, to take me all around the world to declare the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. I love people. It is my pure joy and honor to interact with you every day. So to look at my past history, I see that it does not line up with the divine destiny God had already ordained for my life. That's why you can't limit yourself based on your past or where 
where you have come from. This morning, God led me to Genesis 38, and I was reading the sordid story of a woman named Tamar. I'll try to squeeze as much of it in here as I can, but Tamar was a Canaanite woman, and she married the son of Judah, whose name was Ur. Now, Judah, if you remember, was the fourth son born to the patriarch Jacob. So Judah was one of the children of Israel and the head of the tribe of Judah. Tamar married into that family, but her husband Ur, Judah's son, was wicked, and according to Genesis 38 and 7, God struck him dead for whatever he did, though the word of God doesn't specify. I just have to interject, I'm so glad we can accept Jesus Christ and no longer have to be judged with death for our sin. Jesus paid the price for our transgressions. So anyway, after Ur died, Judah told his other son, Onan, Ur's brother, to marry Tamar and give her children. And this was a very common practice in ancient times. It was known as the Leveret marriage. And you can read all about that in Deuteronomy 25 and 5 through 10. It means marriage with a brother-in-law. So here's how it worked. Back in those days, if a man died before having a child, the man's unmarried brother would marry his widow so she could conceive a child and provide an heir for the deceased brother. The first son they produced together from their union was considered the legal descendant of the dead husband. It was a very noble thing to do in Bible days. But Onan didn't want to do it. Genesis 38 and 9 tells us he knew the child wouldn't be his, so whenever he slept with his brother's wife, he ejaculated on the ground to keep from providing offspring for his brother. God saw this as very wicked, and Onan was killed for doing that. So now Tamar was a widow two times over and still childless. But Judah had another son named Shelah, who was, at the time, still too young to marry. So Tamar was asked to wait until Shelah grew up, and Judah promised her that she could marry that son and have children. She dutifully waited Daily Cut family, but when Shelah grew up, Judah did not arrange the marriage as he had promised, and Tamar felt like she didn't have options. She had been deceived and overlooked all these years. Imagine her level of frustration after waiting for the promise and it never coming to pass. Aren't you glad that God is not like man? If he makes a promise, he keeps the promises he makes to you. But Tamar was sick and tired of all of this waiting and being mistreated and overlooked. And so the Bible shows us that out of her frustration and desperation, she took matters into her own hands and did something very wrong. Tamar came up with a plot to get pregnant. And when she found out Judah, who had recently lost his own wife, was coming up to a place called Timnah to shear sheep, she decided to seduce him. She dressed up like a prostitute, put a veil over her face to disguise herself, and then she put herself in her father-in-law Judah's path so he could not miss her. And he did notice Tamar. Her disguise worked. He assumed she was a harlot and not his daughter-in-law, and they had relations. And Tamar got pregnant by her father-in-law and gave birth to twin boys, Perez and Zira. Now, this story would leave some folks clutching their pearls and assuming that nothing good would come out of this whole scandalous mess, but God does not see as man sees. And if you go into the New Testament, I love this. In Matthew 1 and 3, we see in the genealogy of Jesus that this very Tamar and her children and Judah are part of the lineage of the Messiah. How could it be that wretched sinners could be mentioned in the royal line of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the spotless Lamb who died for humanity? Even more shocking is that a woman in 
fact, four women are included in this royal genealogy. Typically, the Hebrew genealogy excluded women. But when the grace of God is on your life, you are included in places where you were once excluded. You are healed where you were once sick. God gives you increase where there was once lack. God gives you joy for your sorrow. He gives you beauty for your ashes. He gives you restoration where you were broken. And somebody listening to me today, God is rewriting your story. There are some painful memories in your past, but God is giving you a brand new destiny. I know there are ugly parts in your story, just as there are in Tamar and Judah's story. But the Old Testament wasn't the end of their story. Their redemption came in the New Testament by way of Jesus Christ. And there is a restoration and redemption for you as well, because the God of all grace specializes in creating good outcomes from bad situations. And he wants more for you. He wants better for you. He has greater for you. As you're listening to this word, God is making you aware that he's turning what was ugly into something so beautiful. Others may have written you off, but God has written you into his story of grace. Your old story characterizes you one way, but there is a new story being written about you. In this story, God calls you blessed, favored, anointed, above and not beneath, a lender and not a borrower, the head and not the tail, chosen and adopted into the royal family. God has better for you. To remind you of this truth, I am stirring Isaiah 61, 7 in the New Living Translation right into your cup of inspiration, which says, instead of shame and dishonor, you will enjoy a double share of honor. You will possess a double portion of prosperity in your land and everlasting joy will be yours. As you drink down the contents of your cup, internalize this promise and prepare for positive change. God is giving you a new reputation, a new destination, a new outlook, an entirely new lease on life, and he's placing you on the road to better. Believe it and receive it by faith. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. Thank you that you don't see them as man sees them. No matter how they started, all will see your hand of favor and your undeniable grace all over them. We rejoice today for their season of better that they are walking into by your power. In Jesus' name, amen. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com.